Hey, it's Jen, and welcome back to our community. This podcast is where we're getting real about wellness rituals, life-changing habits, and having relatable conversations with friends about mental health, social media, morning routines, or lack thereof. And we're talking about that thing that you thought no one else could relate to. Let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our community. We have a really exciting episode today, in my opinion. I have been so interested in the life of a runner and how to get started with running longer distances and all of the things. So we will get into that with Grace, but let's start with what's in alignment and out of alignment for us this week. As always, you reflect on your weeks as well. For me, what's in alignment was this past weekend. It was a wedding weekend for one of my best friends growing up. So me and all of my childhood friends stayed in a house together this weekend to celebrate the wedding weekend. And I, maybe I'm an extrovert, but I am one of those people who loves a weekend like that, where you have a bunch of friends in a house. I'm being woken up by one of my best friends who comes and cuddles with me and Ethan. Like I just live for it. And I know not everyone has that personality type. Like I definitely have friends who were super anxious this weekend because they were like, this is not for me, all these people around. But I personally just love it when it's people I'm comfortable with, even if it's not. I think it's so fun (laughs) personally. As long as I have like my own room with Ethan and I'm comfortable and I have a bed, I think it's really, really fun. And it was with my childhood friends. So I always after those weekends, you know, it's funny. I feel like once your friends start getting married, it is the best excuse in the world to go on trips together because you all go on the bachelorette together and then you all get together for the wedding weekend and all the guys come with you, like all the significant others. And it's just such an excuse to have real extended quality time together. And I'm living for it. I'm like, everyone needs to just keep getting married consistently, like not too close together, but this like two friends a year track that I've been on so far has been perfect. (laughs) It's going to start getting more and more and more as we get older, but it has been amazing. And as you can hear, I have kind of like a raspy voice because of it, but I'm loving it. And what's out of alignment? It's actually, let's get personal here for a second. I got a little insecure. I saw pictures from the weekend and I just had this moment of like, I'm so confused. I'm confident in my skin. I work out all the time. Why does my upper body look like this in pictures? I'm like, was it the dress? Is it because I'm used to longer hair? My friends are going to kill me. They're so over me talking about my haircut. Is it because I'm used to these long locks that kind of cover my shoulders and posture and arms in my pictures? And now I'm, I did like this slicked back look behind my ears that I'm obsessed with for the wedding. And between that and a one shoulder dress, I just looked at some photos and I was like, who is that? Like in my mind, I was like, that does not. And don't go looking at my pictures and saying, oh my God, you're ridiculous. Because obviously I didn't post the pictures I'm talking about. But I was just like, who is that? That looks like someone compared to all of my friends and their gorgeousness who doesn't work out. And that's frustrating because that's something I used to feel. I'm being totally honest here. Like, (laughs) I don't care if it sounds toxic or whatever. I'm being totally honest. I think we've all been there where you see a picture and you're like, that is not what I thought it looked like. But I, I forget what I was just going to say. Oh, I dealt with that with IBS 
where I was working out all the time and I was so inflamed and so bloated all the time that I wasn't seeing results. And it's just really frustrating. But I had like a whole honest talk with Ethan about it because we had dinner last night after a whole long weekend, came back, went for Chinese food and took a long walk with ice cream. It was divine. And we got these pictures back that I was so excited to see that two of them I posted on my on my Instagram, Jen Lauren, go check them out. It looked like an engagement photo shoot. It wasn't. I just happened to have a best friend who's a photographer, Steck Studios, check her out. But I was so excited to get these pictures back. And at first glance at a bunch of them, I was like, is it a posture thing? Is it like, what? Is it the dress? Is it the hair? What the hell is it that I look not how I think I thought I looked, if that makes sense? Anyway, I think that point has gotten clear, but I was like having a whole honest talk with Ethan about it. And he was like, you know what? Obviously it started with like, you're gorgeous, blah, blah, blah. And he was really supportive, but I was like, no, I really like, can you please help me figure out what it is? Like, I know you see these pictures. What is it? Like, I'm not going to be offended. I genuinely do you, is it a posture thing? Is it, you know, I'm not working out certain muscles. Like I was, you know, he's like very much an athlete and like programs all his workouts. He could be a trainer. So I'm like, can you just tell me what it is like that? I, this is what I'm looking at that. I don't like what, what do I do to fix it basically? And so I was really upset about it. And especially like, I'm probably going to get engaged and married and whatnot in the next two years. And that's like when I want my pictures to be great. And I used to be so photogenic. So I was just really upset. And he sat down and helped me come up with like a PT program basically, because he was like, yeah, like that is part of your physique, like that you were born with is that you, like I, me and my mom, we have like this more like rounded shoulder action going on and it's just genetics and it's like how I look, but he was helping me come up with like some PT workouts for posture and, you know, strengthening your back and triceps. Cause that also strengthens your posture. So once a week, He basically came up with this program for me once a week to do like posture and back exercises and PT type of stuff in the gym. And he programmed it for me. So you know how I used to hate the gym. I did it there this morning and realized, okay, I just hated programming. I kind of like the gym. I, I have a podcast on. I go through my steps. So anyway, I feel really good about having a plan in place for that. That was what was out of alignment for me this week. But it's really nice to have a partner who can help me program, but also can like be just a sounding board. And then when I'm like, okay, now thank you for the emotional support, but like also how do I fix it? And it was nice that like he came up with an action plan for me. And while also somehow not making me feel less than like, he still made me feel beautiful. And I was like, wait, but at the wedding, you were like obsessed with me. So I couldn't have looked that bad. I was spiraling. Anyway, that's what was out of alignment this week. We have all been there. I'm sure if you haven't been just wait, (laughs) because it happens to all of us. Let's breathe in what was in alignment this week and breathe out what was out of alignment for us this week. (sighs) Let that shit go. My product recommendation of the week this week is going to be something I used for the first time um, at the wedding this weekend. I was doing like extra makeup this weekend because it was a wedding. So I wanted to look like a little more glammed up. And I tried this new Merit bronzing stick because they gifted it to me. And I hadn't tried it before the wedding. I just kind of went for it. And I'm obsessed with it. It blends out really naturally and smoothly and easily. And it's a clean beauty product. So I am like living for it. I will comment or not comment. I'll put in the description below the exact stick I'm talking about so that you could get it if you want in the exact color because I'm obsessed with it. So thank you from to Merit for sending me that. 
And let's get into the guest of this week. Her name is Grace Lee. She's a social media strategist. She owns her own social media agency, and she is also the host of On The Girl podcast. And then as a hobby, she's also a marathon runner, in my words. So I talked to her, as I mentioned, all about running. We geeked out on running all of the nitty gritty questions I have about someone who went from zero to marathon and she puts me on the spot on this episode and signs me up for a half marathon. So stay tuned for that. But then we, you know, we we tangent on to some other subjects, but this is really a running heavy episode. And we're talking all about how it can really help you in a mental sense and not just like physical benefits running and how to get started as a beginner and really just how we all think that there's something that we can't do, but how we can peel back those layers to figure out a way to do it. And I just really loved this conversation. I love Grace. So please, 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 if you haven't yet, wherever you're listening, give this podcast five stars and give it a really thoughtful, quick, whatever review. They help me so much. I am dying for some new reviews. I haven't had any new ones recently, and it would really make my day. So please leave a review if you haven't yet, and let's get into the episode. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Wow, I really mumbled that just now. <laughs> mumbled the ball there. So happy to finally have you. I feel like we've been meaning to do this for a very long time. <laughs> I know. It's been a long time coming. I know. So I want to do just like, we're doing girl chat style today. We're doing in alignment, out of alignment. You've listened before. Yes. So you know the deal. Mm-hmm. Grace, what is in alignment for you this week or right now in your life? In this season of life, I will actually say... And I know that we'll probably get into it, but running is something that has been in alignment with me and also just like my faith. It's been hand in hand. Okay, interesting. Do you feel that the two kind of intertwine at all? I think they both like have um, progressed naturally just together. And I think because they're both like in alignment, actually, um, I've seen like progression on one side and the other like just kind of take off and it's it's been beautiful okay I just want to go on almost like the a running tangent right now to be honest with you because I have been so inspired by your running journey specifically I think when you see someone who just you relate to in general like we're both females in our 20s trying to figure out you know social media entrepreneurship all of that and then like did you start running from scratch? Were you like, I'm not a runner, I'm just going to start? Or have you been running your whole life? So I've been an athlete ever okay. since I was little. Like, I played all the sports, tennis, soccer, like, figure skating, basketball, like, name, you name it. Figure skating. I, I've seen y- your videos yeah. and your picture as well. So athlete from the start. The thing is, I was never, like, a runner. The most running, I would say, is, like, soccer, which is not even... Like, soccer and tennis, I would say, is, like, the most relatable to what I'm doing. That's more, like, speed work. Now, running, um, long-distance running, I want to be more specific because there's also different types of running. But long-distance, what I'm focusing on, which is, like, half-marathon, marathon training, this requires a different level of not just, like, physical strength, but, like, mental strength. And I think that's what I meant in the beginning with, like, alignment is I've seen so much power mentally rather than physically. 
do you find that it translates to the rest of your day and like everything else that you're doing in terms of because I know my boyfriend's also a marathon runner he always says that running is really meditative for him and I feel like if something is that meditative for that long like long distance runs and marathon running it's hours of time for just you and like breaking down mental barriers and I feel like it's a lot it's honestly more mental strength than it is physical sometimes so do you find that you're almost getting the benefits of meditation from it in every other area of your life yeah I think that's what is like really interesting because most people are like well why would you put yourself in pain for so long yeah (laughs) it is painful for sure but there's like such a like the runner's high that you get from doing something that you work so hard for when is it painful I'm like getting into the nitty gritty here because I just I'm the most I've ran so far is a 5k and like I haven't experienced the real pain that comes with long distance running yet when for you at this point is it starting to get painful and what do you mean by that is like actual pain or like out of breath so I think it differs obviously for any runner um and I say any runner because everyone can be a runner if you can put both feet in front of the other you're a runner I hate when people are like I'm not fast enough so I'm not a runner um well so I'll be honest with you hearing that you were an athlete your whole life it's like I'm always looking for someone to tell me that they started from absolute zero they've never moved their body before because I think it's so important to show that you really can do it and start from ground zero it's not going to be easy but I'm trying to prove to myself because I've been that person my whole life that's like I can't run. I'm slow. I hate it. It's just not for me. But the lesson I've learned in life the past like two years is that you have a choice. So truly, anytime I say I can't do something, I forget where I heard this. I think it was Everything is Figure Outable, Marie Forleo's book. She said that anytime you say you can't do something, what you really mean is that you just don't want to enough Mm -hmm. because you truly, there might be sacrifices and it might be hard, but you, you have the choice to try anything you want in life. And I think that's kind of what's inspired me to start running because I kind of want to prove to myself that even though I've said my whole life I can't do something, to show myself that if I commit to training, yes, I can. So it's kind of exactly what you were just saying. Right. And actually, no, um, based on what you just said, I couldn't run more than five miles. So I actually wasn't a runner. So I basically trained myself during. So I really started taking running seriously in 2020 everyone did during the pandemic yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like that's a cliche answer but the thing is like it was more like I couldn't run past five miles and oh I never have and then slowly I started doing like six and then seven and that's when I was like wait I can actually if I work to for something um, just like what you're saying is like I can achieve anything so that's when I first I created my own like half marathon training plan and I ran a half by myself in Central Park during the pandemic. Did you set out that day to do that? Mm-hmm. Okay. I picked a date on my calendar, marked it, because I, I feel like a huge thing is when you put a date, and this goes beyond running, if you put a date in your calendar that scares you, it's there. You have no other choice but to prepare for it. I love that. Yeah. But you could have just signed up for a race. I'm curious why you decided I'm going to do this on my own, self-motivation, because there is something about a race where there is like, you know, the adrenaline and all the people cheering you on and you can have people come watch you and see you later. So why did you decide I'm just going to pick a date and that day I'm just going to go off on my own and run a half freaking marathon? It was during the pandemic, so there were no races. (laughs) You're (laughs) like, I had no choice, man. Actually, (laughs) yes. Well, and then the year after that, things start opening. So I did my first like, I did my first marathon 
um, two years ago, like officially. And it was like the adrenaline, the people, the energy. I was hooked. So ask your boyfriend if he ever gets like the marathon bug because we all get it. <laughs> I feel like right after you're like, oh my God, thank God it's over. I never want to do this again. And then a couple months later, it's like, hmm, there's another one coming up in five months. Like right. why not start training? So when did you decide I'm going to run a marathon? Did you run it by yourself before like did you run 26 miles before the race day you never actually run 26 that's what I've heard yeah people who do I don't think that's not a thing like you don't ever run a half marathon before your half marathon and I know that sounds scary intimidating because it's like how can you actually do it if you've never done it Um, it makes sense to me because that extra added layer of adrenaline and everything It's exactly actually what you just said before, but I'll let you finish. But I feel like what you just said before was like, if you can run six, then you know you can run seven. If you can run Mm -hmm. seven, you know you can run eight. So on race day, you're like, I know I can push a little harder. Yes, that and in addition, when you train something for, let's just say, typically like marathon training or half marathons, like 14 to 18 weeks of training, that's like four months. When you train that long, your body gets used to like, pushing like mileage after mileage and even like putting yourself in like let's just say um, that long of like a running time span it can actually like push through it I know as weird as that sounds like you think you your mind will tell you otherwise but your body will tell you different so what's the most you'll run before a marathon like what's the highest number of miles you're going to do in your training I'm going to do 22 okay but most people stop at 20 because the last six is a 10k so true yeah and I feel like like I keep saying and I could totally be wrong but there has to be something to everyone cheering you on and like Mm -hmm. being excited about the finish line that carries you through but it's also funny you say that because my boyfriend always says the last six miles is the hardest yeah so that's also probably another reason why is because like you're running at most 20 exactly so okay so can you walk us through your training and then I'm gonna ask you all the tips for like beginners like me because I'm so inspired by the fact that we'll get to it but I'm just like so inspired by the like if I can do six I can do seven and like the continuation of that but how are you you're starting marathon training next week this is perfect timing Mm -hmm. what is your plan and is it different from your first marathon yes I have a very specific goal so I'm running two marathons back to back why (laughs) why would someone do that well I know good question so one is originally I wanted my sister she lives in Ohio Mm -hmm. and I wanted her to run New York City with me this Mm -hmm. year I'm already in and she didn't get lottery so that meeting we signed up for a Columbus uh, marathon um, in Ohio in October and then I'm running New York in November a month later three weeks what is that recovery going to look like in between? Like, what's your plan for that? So I was doing a lot of research because the biggest thing with training for, like, I call them back-to-back, but some people have ran actual back-to-back. Right. But to me, back-to-back, as in, like, three weeks um, difference. It's back-to-back. <laughs> yes. So I was doing research because injury prevention is going to be huge. I need to figure out how to, like, maximize, like, you know, um, my mileage but also like tone it down so I'm not going too over the top 
And um, I think obviously the first week after the first marathon, I'm going to do nothing. Rest, yeah. <laughs> rest, rest, hydrate, all of that. But then after, I'm still going to kind of build. It's like they call it taper. Okay. Um, tapering is typically like four weeks, two to four weeks out. And that means that's when you start, you hit your peak and then you start to bring it down. Um, bring it down in terms of mileage, uh, f- like fueling, um, you're getting more rest, like just really relaxing your body. It's done the work and now it's time to rest before your big show, <laughs> big day. Is there one that's more important to you than the other in terms of a goal, like pace? Yes. Um, so in the marathon world, <laughs> there are the six major marathons. They're called the Abbott World Major. Yeah, I feel like I know a little more about this because of Ethan. Okay. But before Ethan, I knew nothing. So I'm like, I know that people listening or most people know nothing. I feel like if you're not related to someone or doing a marathon yourself, you're like so clueless. So thank you for breaking this down. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, This was so fun to me, like just like researching what they were. So there are six major ones. It's New York City, Boston, Chicago, Berlin, London, and Tokyo. Now, Tokyo would be sick. Yes, <laughs> they are all spread out. Tokyo, Tokyo's first in March, April, London, Boston, and then um, Berlin is in September, October, Chicago, and November is New York. Are you following on TikTok? What's his name? Pursuit of per- Performance or something? He's running all of them this year. He might have he might have started last year, but he's running all of them. And he's running in honor of his dad, and he's been like TikToking the entire journey, and it's amazing. So you should definitely follow him. He's from New York. Oh, okay. I'll yeah. have to look him up. He's like just starting to really blow up, and I'm loving watching it. He, he'll like TikTok during his races. Oh, he's one of those. Yeah, one of those. And okay. it's really fun to watch. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I'll have to look into it. A lot of people tend, to, I mean, typically it's really hard to get into all of them in one year, but it's right. not impossible. Um, Can you break down? Yes what it takes to get into one because I always thought you know you want to run a marathon you sign up for the marathon and you raise your money for charity like that's kind of all I thought there was to it you know like anyone can raise money for charity and sign up for a marathon but what really does go into getting into one or applying and lottery like all of those phrases yes so it depends on which major you're talking about let's just say New York I would say if you live in New York, it's the easiest to get in because there's this program New York Roadrunners has called Nine Plus One. You run nine of the races, volunteer for one, and you're in. That's it. You can be a six-hour marathoner or a three-hour marathoner. doesn't matter. Okay. And my friend's actually doing that. Okay. And he was telling me it, it could be any race. It could be a 5K. Any race. Right. You could do half to a 5K. You could pick all 5K. Right. You don't need to be running nine <laughs> half marathon or full marathons. It's like you can literally mm-hmm. run. And there's no time qualify. I mean, it's it's like you can literally walk it. And it helps with training. Exactly. Exactly. So I've I've done that last year. So okay. I got in this year. I'm doing it again this year and I'm going to do it next year. Is it a lot though? I know, I know you could just walk it and whatever. But like is having to sign up for nine races by a certain time overwhelming at all or no no because it's it's within a year you have 12 months and they have races every month they have like four to five three to four races a month do you find that as someone who's you're clearly very committed and most people are like to the marathon life it's a lifestyle truly Mm -hmm. because you're running nine different races plus one you're doing all of these things throughout the year to prepare like it's it's a lot of work 
do you find that you're also craving other workouts or do you just like solely because you said you're an athlete too and I know this is something my boyfriend struggles with is Mm -hmm. like but I also love playing hockey and I also love going to the gym for this and mobility and all these things but I have to stick on my training plan for running and it can get I know for myself like I would probably find that really I am finding it really hard, actually. It's like I'm trying to get better at running, but I want to take this workout class and I want to do this. Do you struggle with that at all? No, because like you said, it's a lifestyle. Those things are all incorporated in my lifestyle. Okay. So even like, yes, when people say running plan, running like training plan, your cross training is included in there. Your strength training, your lifting. I've realized like the way I've gotten faster over the past like year or so is because I've been like strength training. Your core is like, I didn't realize there were so many running like mechanic, like yeah. mechanics to running um, that don't just involve your legs. <laughs> so do you go to the gym and like have a strength training plan for yourself too? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Because I'm a class girl. Like I oh. really tried to be a lifting girl yeah. because I do love it. But it started overwhelming me having to program for myself all the time. So I can't imagine having to follow a running schedule and a training schedule. It's a lot, but when you have the motivation of a specific goal and kind of like what you said having a date that scares you that must motivate you oh yeah and that's not to say like I feel that way all four months right you're like <laughs> every day I'm so excited I to go I wake to the up gym. so early and go to the gym no <laughs> um it's more of like I've always been like a big picture kind of girl meaning like yes I'll have like these short races here and there like the 10k like the half like the you know 5k whatever but um I always like foresee, yes, my big goal is to do all six of the majors. That is definitely something I plan to do. I'm already crossed, I've already crossed two off. It's amazing. Well, I did Chicago last year. I'm doing New York this year. And amazing. Yeah, hopefully. You have plenty of time. You don't want to like finish <laughs> right. them too soon. I know. So <laughs> I'm excited about that. And after that, I'm sure there's like more goals. Like it will never end. Um, and I think that's like the beauty of like training for anything is that there's always something to look forward to there's all with running I always see running though like as like the best thing an adult could do because it you never stop challenging yourself I love that yeah I really like that so if someone's listening including myself that's like oh like every year I go to the marathon and I wish I could be like that and I wish I could do it one day but then I start running so many people start running and I've been here I've done it I've done mm-hmm. like a mile a day and I'm actually learning a few mistakes that I made in the past. When I would try to run, I've done like a mile a day. And I was like, that was the hardest 10 minutes of my life. (laughs) But as I've done more guided runs and spoken to my boyfriend more seriously about running, I realized I was like running fast. Like people consider going for a run like running, like sprinting. Sprinting. (laughs) Like I'm like running for my life. (laughs) I'm like, I need this to be done. So it would go so fast. But once I started doing guiding, guided runs and whatnot, I was like, oh, they're literally telling me to basically jog. Like, I think there's a misconception mm-hmm. between running and jogging and that there's like a big difference there, which it's just a different pace, right? And it's, can you kind yeah. of speak to like the benefit of starting slow oh or gosh, always yes. being slow, I guess? Because you said you run for distance. So are you typically running pretty slow? So slow is relative because right. again, it differs on the person. But I've learned that in order, it's true when they say in order to get fast, you have to slow down. Ironic, as that sounds. Yeah. But what they mean by that is, for instance, your marathon, let's just say like your marathon like 
goal pace is like an eight. Okay. Um, you're not running everything at less than an eight or less pace for your easy runs, because as you're, let's just say you're doing your long runs. If you're like sprinting all of it, you're, you're going to be fatigued and it's just going to, it's not, not good for your body to just continuously be fatigued. Yeah. Um, you're not going to get anywhere. So what they mean by running slow is focus on your like breath work and focus on your heart rate. So when they say low heart rate should be your easy runs, um, I have a Koros watch and it, it's really helpful. Garmin has it too. That's what Ethan has, Garmin. And it, you can see when you're running, it'll tell you your heart rate. Uh -huh. Like let's just say 150 is like my resting. And if I'm running it on like 150, 154, that means I'm running it easy. Like am I breathing, am I breathing hard? you know check if you're you know are you panting like can you talk actually an easy way to figure out what an easy pace for you is ha have a conversation while you're running so run with a friend speak if you're out of breath like panting you're clearly running too fast that is a really good tip because you can even if you're running alone just like try to speak for a minute I know. and see if you see can do, you can it. do it I've been TikToking myself so if that's a good thing like I could just make sure I'm able to TikTok <laughs> you should do that actually have a conversation and I, like... I have been I've been doing like oh, run okay, a mile then. with me oh so then... but now I'm gonna make sure because sometimes I'll be like oh I can't speak like because I'm panting but mm -hmm. that okay so then you just mentioned your easy runs and then you also mentioned that strain training's in your plan so I'm curious like for you obviously you're more experienced but what is like a typical week in your training life look like? Is it like day one speed run, day two easy run, day three strain training? Like walk us through like what next week, your first week is going to look like maybe. Yeah. So we're starting from week one and it's not that I can't run it, but I'm starting like, you know, three miles easy run. Now for me, easy runs, I always focus on form because you don't want to just like do a run just to do a run. Like you want to make sure, especially with easy, this is where you can, you need to like notice your form. Like is your, are your shoulders like not too uptight? You know, is your back, like, are you, you know, um, slouching when you run or like, are you moving your arms at all? Like, are you like, just start like paying attention to how your body is. And I know you can't see yourself, but you can kind of like do a, a form check. Mm -hmm. um, that's where I focus on holding the same form the whole time. So I focus on form for easy running. And then like, let's just say Tuesdays, I do speed work. Speed work is really important for anyone because this is one that helps you get faster. And two, it actually like, you know, when they say when you're working out, um, you shouldn't always do the same thing over and over. Yes. Like you should like, diversify diversify your body shock your body yep. kind of so speed work is really good for that and um that's like tempo running hill repeats uh fartlek runs i recommend doing those what's you, a fartlek run fartlek is like you change intervals it's like interval running okay and like, where are you figuring this out are you <laughs> using an app i'm sure at this point you kind of program for yourself but like well, finish your week, actually. Okay, and then we'll get... Yeah, finish I'll, your I'll week. share. Finish your it. week, and then I'll ask you all my nitty-gritty questions. Okay. So Tuesday, speed work. Wednesday, I like to do hill repeats, because in my half marathon that I did for United, there were a lot of hills, and I learned so much from that training that hill repeats are so important. Even if, like, let's just say you're running a flat marathon... It just like builds a different muscle in your legs. What is a hill repeat? So you're like going somewhere that's like running up and down hills. So you will where in New York do you do that? Central Park has okay. like Harlem Hill. There's Cat okay. Hill. Yeah. Or I mean, I feel like there's hills. 
there's hills here you'll just have you just I'm like <laughs> new york's pretty flat where are you doing that well, but you're we, so right actually yeah but yeah so hill repeats are very important and then i'll do like another recovery run strength training and then a long run these are very important especially for like marathon training so you're running almost every day pretty much and then one rest day and you don't get sick of it no because you're running easy remember you're not like sprinting right so but you don't get like bored do you have like a playlist are you listening to podcasts like how do you stay into it I mental challenge. I think it's all because I'm always thinking about the marathon. Like I visualize the finish line. I visualize the actual race. And maybe I'm just like crazy. You're <laughs> not because you want to hear something really embarrassing. I can't run more than three miles and I visualize the marathon. <laughs> I will literally be running one mile and I will be like not panting because we run. I run slower now, but I'll be like, oh, I want to stop. And I just picture the finish line and all the people cheering my name and my friends and family. And that literally gets me through. So I'm crazy. You're not because you can actually you're training for it and can run it. But it really helps because it's it's something that mo what else is going to motivate you other than thinking about like, I don't know, a cheeseburger at the end I of know. the finish line. People like, think about their like post marathon meal. Yeah. Which, oh, my gosh. You yeah, do you do a certain diet? Diet is also it, this is a whole lifestyle. Yeah, um, I start eating more carbs. Like, it's very, yeah, it's like dedication. Like my summer, this my summer every year basically is like a sacrifice. Like social life, I go to bed early on Friday nights to wake up for my long runs mm -hmm. on Saturdays. Um, when people want to drink, I'm probably gonna cut off drinking. Mm -hmm. Like the whole time, probably, just because I'm just that. No, listen, I get it. Like, I like to go to bed early on Fridays regardless of marathon training. So, See, you're already doing it. Well, that's the thing. Like, okay, so great segue because I really, for people listening, if you're this deep in, I don't believe that you don't have a little bit of a curiosity of what if I just, like, what if one day, like, there's probably people listening who are like, I could never because that would be me. But yet I'm still so intrigued by it. And I still visualize myself crossing the finish line. So of course, it's low key, like a bucket list item for me and something I really want to do. And I think I'm trying to just be a capable runner right now. But I'd be lying if I wasn't like also, I'm trying to eventually be able to at least run a half marathon or something. And when you said like pick a date that scares you, it kind of made me feel like, okay, I think I need to just, I think I need to just maybe pick a date for like, because otherwise I'm going to just not commit as hard because I'm like, oh, this is a lifelong journey of like trying to be a capable run runner. Mm -hmm. But if I have an actual date, you're right. It, it motivates you to just like do the thing and stop making excuses because like mm -hmm. you're signed up. Exactly. So I guess what is your advice for someone who's listening or me? And it's like, I would love to do that one day. I don't feel capable, but I also know that I can do anything. And like, I just would have to really dedicate to it. Where would you say someone starts? Because I don't think your advice would be speed run, hill run, whatever, like the first week <laughs> yes. of running ever. Like I'm talking all the people who are at my run club who couldn't even run a mile and now we're running more, but beginner beginners. Totally. Like basics. Like, Yes. I couch, would, couch to marathon. Couch to marathon. <laughs> I honestly, I'm actually trained. This is like so much fun for me. I love being like a run coach. Oh, no way. I'm like so into it that like I'm training my sister from couch to marathon. She's couch. She's couch. You promise? Yeah. Okay, like she's so not, her 
I yeah, she is not. She's like even trying to like get somewhere within the four hour something mark for the finish. So she does she like work out or whatever? She's just she not likes a to work out. She's a runner, but I wouldn't say like she, it's not like she's a runner. Oh, runner. she's probably so scared. Oh, she's feel, terrified. I would feel terrified because I'm like I have anxiety right now thinking <laughs> about it. <laughs> because like that would be me. It would yeah. be like I would just have to take the plunge, commit to the lifestyle you're talking about, and mm-hmm. it's scary. Well, the thing is, it's not like people have to know when I say like I'm dedicated. That's not to say like there isn't a week where oops, I accidentally miss a long run or oops, I accidentally miss like three runs. Right. I totally do that. You have to make it flexible for your life. Like, you know, we're not all pro athletes where all we do is run. Yeah. We have a life like a job and everything. So wait, that reminds me another question before we get into the beginner stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you I, I don't think you cycle sync. But do you ever worry about running on your period or you just like keep the same training plan no matter what? I keep the same training plan because training is training. Like everything you're doing, it's not like it's a different mindset. Like I think what you're saying, what you said earlier is like people are running for their like. Right. It's the same thing. It's like you're training. Everything you're doing is leading up to the big performance. Um, It's like let's just say it's like a performance. Literally. Yeah. You're putting on a show. Like you've done the work, you've, you know, memorized your lines. Practiced, yeah. Practiced. Like and I think what's really great about doing it while you're cycle syncing is that um you're preparing yourself. Like let's just say you get your period. No, that is my worst nightmare. <laughs> if I signed up for a fucking marathon and I trained for eight months and I get to the day and I have my period, I'm out. <laughs> I would be you know what? I actually think if I ever sign up for one, like I am tracking. I'm going to check if I have my period or not. If I have my period, I can't do it. You wouldn't just. I guess uh-huh. what you're saying is you would train your body to be capable of doing it. But no, I wouldn't do it. Because here, here's another thing. Scenario. This past Boston Marathon was completely in downpour rain. Okay. They were running in rain. Now. I actually know that one of my best friends did it. They Okay. So you saw that they were soaked. And he said his shoes were like puddles. Yeah. Their shirts are like, it was, it was a mess. Yeah. And that's to say, you need to train yourself for any scenario. You need to be prepared. Prepared. You need to practice in rain, actually. But is it not, <laughs> do you not feel like it's kind of messing with your hormones when you do a really fast or really long run on your period? Or you're just like used to it? Honestly, I think my body has gone through so many changes that my, it's like messed up already. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why I'm concerned, though, because I finally healed my hormones. So I'm like, and I'm finally like cycle syncing and all of that. So I'm like, look, I adjust my workout routine and everything according to my cycle. So when I think about training, it just makes me question it. But it's kind of just like the level inten- of, it in- of intensity. It's three to five days out of the month. Maybe those three to five days you do easy pace. Yeah. That wouldn't like mess up your training, right? No. Okay. Yeah. But I still stand by if the marathon day I have my period, I'm not doing it. <laughs> All right. We will we will track before you <laughs> sign up for your marathon. <laughs> okay. Back to beginner's tips. Um, so okay. let's talk about your sister. Like, okay. Yeah. So what are you, what your sister's scared shitless and you're coaching her. <laughs> Where are you having her start? You could do mindset and I know, technical. Um, mindset, I'm kind of giving the same assurance as in like, hey, Yes, you're going to be running like basically every day. The numbers are going to keep getting bigger. Like I'm even I have like on my phone um, our training plan right now. And I believe in 
August or July, we hit our 22, like 20 miles to 22. And she was like, yeah, that's in like, she's not like, even she's like I've never ran more than 13. <laughs> she's, she's ran 13. She's ran a half, but that's a lot. But she, I also trained her for that too. But like, okay. she's not, that's not to say like, she's like, she runs all the time. Got it. I'm like helping her get so there. But that's so cool. Cause I'm curious how you got right. her there even to half marathon. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like once you, once you run your half marathon, which you're going to coach me. I'm actually, what are you doing October? What are you doing in October? Stop. Is there a half marathon? We're going to run it. You're going to run it? it? We're, we're both running it. Are you talking about Philly? No, Staten Island here. Okay. It's a nice course. I'm already running it. You're running it. Okay. It's in your calendar. All right. Wait, I'm freaking out. I because got my boyfriend might do the Philly marathon. He's done it before. Oh, the one in um, November? I, yes. No. Yeah. November. And I said, or maybe October. I think November. I think it's after the New York. It's like a week after the new. Is he running? Yeah, new they're York? very close together. Is he running New York? No, he did that last year. He did Philly, his okay. first one ever, okay. and his friends are doing it, so he might do Philly again. And the half is the day before, so I'm considering okay. if he does that, doing mine the day before could, could be fun. That. But I kind of like that you're just saying this is what we're doing. Yeah, you could do both. Do, is <laughs> it as much of a dedication as the marathon a half? No, you could do eight weeks of training. Because you, you can run a mile, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Wow. Yeah. You could do like eight weeks. I'll make but a plan it's still for the you. whole lifestyle of it all and everything? It's a little toned down. You should charge people. You should really like... I know. Am I a run coach? Maybe I'm like this social whole episode, media run coach. It's been like 35 minutes I know. of run coaching. It's like, do I do social media? Or do okay. I? So I'm obsessed with this that you just said October we're running it. We're running I'll check it. my calendar after this. I'll send like, you the link. In all seriousness. And we'll sign okay. up. I'm freaking out. Okay. Well, we can do it. Okay. <laughs> okay so how how do you start your sister or me um okay. let's go with your sister though because you actually have given yes. her a plan and I start with the mind because running is 90% mental 10% physical do you really believe that yes because that's a wild chunk it is and the reason why I believe that is like I said in the very beginning I said anyone can run you just put two feet in front of the other now what actually gets you to move your feet is your mind if you tell yourself you can't move, you can't move. If you tell yourself that you can keep going, you're going to keep going. So if with that mindset in place, now imagine 26 miles of that. When, you're, when your boyfriend mentioned 20 to 26 is the hardest, it's because you hit the wall. They call mm -hmm. it the wall around 20, 23, 24, 25 is because you are at the final end of this. It's past like three hours and you want to give up but you're like so close. Your legs are like, I can't do this anymore. Mm -hmm. Like my, they hurt, mm -hmm. I can't move them. But your mind's like, you are almost there. You can do it, you train for this. And as you start saying all of that stuff, you, you keep find moving. yourself at the finish line. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm also curious, actually keep going. So there's mind, I told you, yes, when I'm excited. Mind, yeah. I have so this is why I have a podcast because I have so many fucking questions and I just want to get the answers ASAP. But let's finish. I know I'm like getting so excited. I'm like, okay, let's, so let's talk. Let's keep talking. That's an amazing mental note, mental tip though, because then I can tell myself I have trained myself mentally in terms of like I do meditation every day. Like I've, I've practiced the mental work. So yes. like I've already practiced the ninety percent. Oh my gosh, October's <laughs> gonna be a breeze. I can't wait. October, I'm sweating. I'm sweating. Okay, physical. Let's um, go. Physical. It's a lot of like figuring out how your body moves. Like I said, running is all about mechanics. The reason why maybe you're getting 
like more tired than someone else is because maybe your form isn't correct or maybe you're more tired because you haven't practiced your breath like breathing once you like slowly incorporate all this like breath work like heart rate you know form all these things that come together to make your body like move in one motion then you start to actually see progress because you're like whoa th this is easy do you know how to move your like do you know how to move your hands like forward and instead of like side to side boom you know how to move do you know how to keep your posture straight and like you know your head slightly leaning forward when you run boom posture like all of it comes together how do you recommend someone learn all of that though like it's a lot of research to mm. when you're running on your own to like figure out your posture and everything biggest thing that has helped me okay the nike run app that's what i started the using. guided runs so remember i you. told you i learned that i was running too fast mm -hmm. and like i learned to slow down and all of a sudden i realized i could run three miles nike run club app coach bennett right maybe yeah <laughs> maybe i don't know but He's if like, that's coach bennett here <laughs> if that's what you recommend i clicked so this is why i say like i think i'm i'm low-key's trying to train for half marathon because I started the half marathon plan instead of just oh. any plan. So like clearly I want to do it. I think I'm just scared to say it and to sign up because it is a big lifestyle shift. Mm -hmm. And there's so many other things I like to do workout wise. Like I love my classes and whatnot. So fit it in. You can customize your own yeah. plan depending yeah. on your goal. Okay. So you'll if, help me customize. <laughs> oh, absolutely. If you like classes, put it, put all the classes in. But we'll choose classes that are specific for like strength training okay. or hit or or you know, like you can pick and choose. Okay. But yeah. So the Nike Run Club app is your biggest recommendation for some for knowing how cuz it teaches you about form, it teaches you how to slow down. Maybe he's like, "Hey, you're going I like what he does. Um there's different coaches, but coach Bennett is like the head coach and he'll say like, "You're running a 5 out of 10." Mm -hmm. So you, in your mind, you're like, okay, five out of 10 isn't like me sprinting. Like even he never says 10 out of 10. He, I think the highest he goes is nine out of 10. Mm -hmm. So it's a mental it's game a me of like, this isn't the hardest I can yeah. go. So I must be able to do it. Exactly. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that app because you also connected to Spotify and this is really funny that I love this about it, but like you can film a TikTok and it doesn't pause. Wait, what? <laughs> you can use your camera. And video, and it doesn't pause. Maybe I just don't want my phone out to do anything, but... I'm telling you, you really should, because, like, those TikToks pop off. Like, I, run yeah, with me. Like, if you do a run a half marathon, you're, like, five miles in. Like it, I know. That's true. Wait, that's I didn't great. know that the app... Does, that's so cool. Okay, wait. So before we get into out of alignment, because we do need to do that, we'll yes. make it a little more brief than the running. But running is... Just so everyone knows, I didn't go on a crazy tangent for no reason. I really wanted to talk to you about running, so I'm glad that it was your in alignment, or yes. I would have just spoken about it after. But my last question on running is just what is your why? I think the biggest question that runners get, I'm sure you get this all the time, from people who just have no interest mm -hmm. are like, why would you ever, ever want to run 26 miles? Why do you want to change your whole lifestyle to run 26 miles? That sounds awful. You know these people. Like, I'm sure you get mm -hmm. it all the time. What's your answer? I will say that all of this has to do with lifestyle. I realize the biggest reason why I love doing this, regardless of how, you know, let's just say it's a marathon, is because it actually, like, um, molds perfectly into my life. There's always this parallel that I found with what I do with my with work and what I do with running is that every time I face a challenge, the hills in life, I relate it to the hills in running. 
And I've noticed that because as I'm progressing with running, also my work, like how I envision, you know, where I want to be and the things that I do with social media, I found that they just go hand in hand. And it is just such a perfect picture to paint because now I'm like, okay, I, if I know how to handle the hills um, in, in marathon training, then I know how to handle the hills in my life with social media. I love that because I think that's the main reason I want to do it. I don't like running. I don't. And I never have. And I've always said to Ethan, like, that's your thing. I don't need to be a part of it. But like I said, ever since I had the life realization that I have a choice and I can do literally anything I put my mind to, there's something about just wanting to prove that to myself for the other things in my life to yes. be like, I thought I couldn't even run a mile and I finished the damn thing because exactly. I put my mind to it. And it must be such a rewarding feeling. And it's never, you know what I also noticed why I love running? It's, it's never about a competition with anyone else. Usually people compete. Yes. Mm -hmm. Pace versus like time, whatever. But it, ultimately you'll realize your biggest competitor is yourself. Yeah. And you just want to keep outdoing you. So would you say that's the biggest benefit of running? Just like dealing with mental and like challenges in your personal life too mm -hmm. just like mental strength i think i've gotten so much stronger mentally because of running okay biggest challenge biggest challenge with running or yeah biggest benefit was that and now what's the biggest challenge the biggest challenge injury yeah because when you deal with injury it's like your world is like falling apart because it's like what did i just do all of that for mm -hmm. or it just feels like there's like a sit you're stuck in a situation that you can't fix and running is all about control too actually that's another thing is you control your pace you control your body you're in control of everything your plan how fast you want to go but then all of a sudden you get an injury you're no longer in control oh my god that sounds terrifying if i actually put all this work into it <laughs> like that's awful so that's why you you run smart right you train smart and you have a great coach coach bennett and coach grace yes i'm in good hands <laughs> <laughs> and she's signing me up for Staten island great october we're running oh Jen, my god prepare <laughs> i'm terrified okay what is out of alignment for you, Grace? Out of alignment, more. this is more on the business side. Mm -hmm. And I've always found that that's always the case is that um, I like to see the big picture in everything okay. that I do relating to running or work. And so I've noticed in my business is that when I see like these little things like, you know, um, a, a an employee that I have that I, I don't feel confident in taking on full time right now or a client who just like is just um, unprofessional or just kind of creates these like disruptions these little disruptions that I start to see that like start to disrupt my big picture painting that I have for myself I start to like doubt fear and I start to like feel like everything's like not in alignment it sounds again like it's a control thing though yes definitely control I feel like that just the control just kind of seeps into everything in my life yeah I get that. I've been, like just started getting to the point where I'm not future tripping and I'm not overanalyzing the future. I'll get back to that point in a few weeks, but yeah. for right now, feeling very content. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like it just ebbs and flows. And then like, like you said, one thing goes not according to plan and you just kind of like spiral. Exactly. I get that. Okay. Let's get into fun facts and favorites. Ending segment. Grace. <laughs> <laughs> what is your top self-care tip? Top self-care tip does running count yeah of <laughs> course okay what's your favorite are you a reader or a podcast listener more so lately more reading okay what's your favorite book right now favorite book right now well I just finished reading um lessons in chemistry oh I heard, heard about that? that it's on my list oh it is on your list yeah 
then I don't want to say anything. This you should read it. Okay, it's, it's good. I don't see like the biggest type that everyone was saying. So it's it, not your favorite book. Oh, that I just oh that I just <laughs> I that I just your favorite read. book, and you said I didn't really <laughs> oh, like I thought, it. <laughs> I thought you said that I just read. <laughs> My bad. Um, okay, well I would say I like more of a, like a mystery thriller kind of thing. Okay. Something that just I think. I would say latest, The Silent Patient. I know oh, it's been... I've seen that It's so good. Title. It's I really good. I haven't read it. Okay. I'll Definitely add that to my list. Because I've been looking for more fiction that's not romance. Yes. And I feel like the Colleen Hoovers of the world. Yeah. Everyone's just... That's stuck. always been my vibe. And now I, oh, I like, can't... I, I cannot read another page of it. I'm so over it. <laughs> They're all the same, I feel I like. They're just easy to read when you're, like, an entry-level Yeah. Entry-level reader. Yeah. Okay. Wellness product you can't live without right now. My wellness product, I would say, is the like the running chews that I usually take with working out. But actually, it's been really helpful to just like have it, you know, in the mornings before I start work. And it's been really nice and calming. Is there a certain brand? It's called ProBar. Okay, amazing. Where can the people find you? Follow your running journey and all things social media, your agency. Yes. Shout yourself out. Um, so my website is gracefullymade.com. Um, that's where I have all my agency services and I am also on Instagram at by Grace Lee. Um, same for TikTok, same handle and also a podcast, but it's more, it's called on the grow podcast mm-hmm. and it's more of like a solo, um, journey into my growth and life and all things, everything in between it, it feels like a diary entry exactly it I was really say, does because uh, i've listened to a bunch of episodes and it feels like i'm yeah. listening to you in your journal it's really cool thank you i love it it's a very different style okay thank you so much grace thanks for having me of course thank you guys so much for listening to that episode please 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 leave a five-star rating on spotify apple Podcasts. If you just can't get enough of this podcast, go subscribe over on YouTube. You can see the full-length video episodes and shorter clips as well. You can find TikTok clips over at Jen Lauren with two N's. You can find Instagram Reels if that's your jam over on Instagram at Jen underscore Lauren with two N's and even Dare to Self Care Pod on Instagram. So you never have to go a day without Dare to Self Care. 